0: I know this is very similar to a story I told last week. Oh my God. But Sam and I got our nails done. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was so funny because the person who was doing Sam's nails <laughs> was talking about a wolf fish. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Sam and I's immediate response was, Oh my God, we love wolf fish. <laughs> and to that, she was like, Oh, then do you know this person? She really loves wolfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I believe Sam's answer was yes.
1: Oh yeah. my god.
0: <laughs> I work with her. <laughs> of course. Everybody yeah. who loves wolfish knows each other. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And welcome to another episode of Midlight Crisis, a real podcast hosted by three grown-up biologists revisiting books from our teens, and it's totally cool. I am one of your hosts, Sophie, and today I have been recombined with a bird, (laughs) but only 2%. Damn it. Oh, you started so confident. (laughs) I was so close. Um, In case you can't tell, I still didn't write it down. (laughs) But... The bird that I have been genetically recombined with 2% amounts of fuck. Uh Uh-huh. There's no way to end that sentence good. No. Uh, The bird I've been combined with is a flying birthday raven. Aww. Flying, you say. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say as a bird I assume we could fly, but then I was like, oh wait, not all birds fly, so but ravens do
1: Ravens do fly. This,
0: this raven has the superpower of being able to fly. <laughs> That's unfortunate for him that he doesn't have a cooler superpower. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, maybe sometimes you just have to appreciate the things you can already do, you know? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh, especially on your birthday. On your birthday. I am imagining he's just wearing a little birthday hat.
1: Yep. Wow. I'm imagining like a an Edgar Allan Poe, but like "Quoth the Raven, Happy Birthday to You." <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Shows
1: up at your door and squawks the birthday song.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty good in that terrifying human way they can. Yeah. Uh, what have you guys been recombined with? <laughs> Well, I'm Sam, and today I have been recombined with 2% bow and arrow, eyeball turkey. Whoa! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> bone arrow? Bone arrow? <laughs> bone arrow is the superpower. Oh, bow and arrow. Yeah, sorry.
1: Oh, I also heard bone arrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn.
0: Makes arrows out of bones. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, I, I did get hung up on the bone arrow. What's the rest of it?
0: Bow and arrow eyeball turkey. Wow, eyeball turkey. scary. It's covered in eyeballs.
1: Biblically accurate bow and arrow (laughs) turkey.
0: Yeah. I I was thinking, oh, maybe it has like a peacock tail, but no. No. (laughs) No. It's biblically accurate. Yeah. You know all those bow and arrow
1: turkeys they have in the Bible? Yeah. I'm Catholic. I know all about the Bible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It's really good at shooting arrows, because it's got uh-huh. all those eyeballs.
1: It's got all those eyeballs to see with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, when I'm not reading the Bible Catholicly, my name is Hannah, and 2% of me is combined with a power-erasing plant piper.
0: Whoa! What? Power-erasing?
1: Power-erasing plant piper. Wow. So I can erase your flying... <laughs> And your eyeballs.
0: No, the eyeballs are part of it.
1: (laughs) So, yes, I can erase your flying and your bone arrow with my plant piping.
0: Yeah. Wow. Fair enough. Right? That's wild. Got some good
1: alliteration in
0: there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The reason we have been recombined with birds is because we're reading Maximum Ride. So how about you guys tell us what happened in the four chapters that we read this week? yeah these super short chapters with uh a whole lot going on so chapter 17 starts us up off up apparently with a <laughs> sneezing wake-up call from max where she quickly realizes her nudge and fang have been asleep for way longer than planned max wakes up the other two and they continue on their journey while fang reassures max that they had to rest rest is important listeners make sure you take care of yourself. <laughs> Fang also, before they took off, stole some more cans from the cabin, to which Max thinks is a bad idea because they're heavy, but then Fang just shrugs it off and takes them anyways because he doesn't listen to anybody because he's fake. Uh-huh. And then we go straight into chapter 18, where they are up in the sky flying back towards the school and Angel. Max's inner monologue is her berating herself for letting them all fall asleep. Again, listeners, take care of yourself. It's important. (laughs) And then Fang comes in like the logical, rational man he is, telling her that they had to rest and they wouldn't have made it in one go. And this is good. Fang is reasonable, listeners. We must take care of ourselves. (laughs) Then- Who are you calling out here? Myself. (laughs) Are you calling yourself out? I'm calling myself (laughs) out. (laughs) Of the three of us. (laughs) No, it's just me. (laughs) I'm the problem. It's me. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) then they come to the realization that they don't actually have a plan of how to get out into the school and get Angel out once they get there. And we find out Max has had her own secret plan C that she hasn't shared with anyone else because she is not coming back with them if it goes the way she wants it to. Dun, dun, dun. 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 Dun! Again, listeners, take care of yourself.
1: (laughs) You know, sleep eight hours a day, don't carry cans for four hours, don't get yourself caught in a an evil lab. Yeah. yeah. All the regular things.
0: <laughs> Normal
1: stuff. Yeah. Well, chapter 19 picks up with the rescue squad still up in the air, where Max is talking about her uh, birdie eyes. So get ready for that, because I imagine we will also be talking about her birdie <laughs> eyes. As she's, like, looking around, feeling anxious about their delay, she spots a random girl on the ground being ganged up on by a group of boys and immediately decides that she needs to delay their rescue mission some more so that she can go fight some bullies or something. But before that happens, we get the shortest chapter ever back (laughs) at the house where the gas man has downloaded some bomb schematics from the internet, and now Iggy is building a bomb from a dismembered speaker and an alarm clock. That's
0: all. (laughs) you wouldn't download a bomb <laughs> um, <laughs> i
1: would <laughs> i kind of would well i i was like oh i wonder if you can just find bomb schematics and i was like i'm not gonna risk
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna look that up. i'm not
1: gonna google that <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway that's later <laughs> yeah we'll get to that we'll get to that okay I, I have a question yeah. yeah are you guys the kind of people so max is very confused when she wakes up. She thinks she's in her own bed. Mm -hmm. I am never confused when I wake up. Oh no. (laughs) Are you guys this kind of person? Like, if you're in a strange bed, do you wake up sometimes being like, my house? Not all the time, but... On occasion, I will. It happens more when I nap, actually. I get, Mm. because I don't nap a lot. So the times that I actually do happen to, like, fall asleep in the middle of the day and, like, wake up on the couch, I get, like, really confused. And it's, (laughs) I've had, like, the odd time it's happened at a hotel, but, like, not on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, for me, it only really happens if I'm, like, visiting my parents and the house that I grew up in. I think because I'm, like, familiar with both my bed there and my bed where I currently live, But I'll, like, get confused because I know I'm in a familiar bed and just, like, can't quite place which one it is. But it doesn't happen often and it doesn't last very long. Not you, huh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, the only time I get confused is when I move my bed.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know, that would be confusing.
0: Yeah. Like, a couple weeks ago I moved my bed so that there's only a bedside table on one side instead of both sides. Like, I pushed it up against the wall. Crazy. And so, I know it's crazy. Big exciting (laughs) change is happening here. But it means that I moved specifically my phone from one oh. side to the other. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so there have been a couple mornings where I just rolled directly into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> but like, I don't think I've ever been in a hotel or like at someone's house. Even my parents' house. have been like, where the hell am I? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's
1: usually like before, like when I wake up before I open my eyes and I try to remember which place I'm in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? It happens to me when I'm on the boat. A few times I've woken oh, up on the yeah. boat and like forgotten I was on the boat. Um, oh. Yeah. That's
1: a surprising place to wake up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're like, yeah. why is my house moving? <laughs> I think it's mostly because like on really rough days you get you get pretty high off sea so sickness meds. And so yeah. it's like.
1: Yeah. When you don't sleep a lot. So no. when you do sleep.
0: You're taking like seasickness meds, melatonin, and like I was taking. Oh, I was still on my anxiety meds at that point, so it was just, like, a whole concoction of things. <laughs> and I remember there was a few times I was, like, I'd wake up, and I'd be like, where the hell am I? And then it's like, you're moving, and you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <God."> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's
1: funny. I had a bit of that when I worked on, like, a s- or worked on a sailboat offshore one summer. Because it was, like, a sailboat, we all kind of slept and existed in one room, and also someone had to be awake 24 hours a day. So you never got a full night's sleep, but when I was asleep, I had Earplugs and like yeah. an eye mask on. So yeah. if, if someone woke me up, I'd be like, I haven't slept in two weeks. Yeah, through the night. Yep. Also, my eyes are covered and I can't hear anything. It's like, oh my god, oh <laughs> yeah. my god, what's <laughs> I'm in a cocoon, <laughs> <laughs>
0: sensory deprivation chamber. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: Surely I have been abducted by a giant spider. <laughs> There's no possible <laughs> yeah. other explanation for this.
0: Is this my bed in that <laughs> giant spider's lair? <laughs> oh no (laughs) anyway i didn't have any like science follow-up to that i was just curious (laughs) yeah yeah
1: it seems like max fang and nudge kind of run the gamut from will wake up only with extreme reluctance to wakes up and immediately is alert and ready to go with max being in the middle yeah fang just like fucking like teleports from being asleep to sitting up being awake yeah and then max has to like put nudges shoes on for her and everything because she's just not with it at all yeah (laughs) what a fun time yeah i think i'm kind of in the max camp where like i can wake up pretty ready
0: to go but not like fang does (laughs) no 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 there's a there is a gradation period for sure yeah yeah. i'm definitely nudge some days (laughs) give me five minutes Uh uh-huh at least
1: Give me five minutes seven times.
0: Seven times. (laughs) That's me, accurately. That's what
1: I do. (laughs) My alarm starts going off at 6.30, and then I get up at, like, quarter to eight. (laughs) So
0: that's mine. Except I do normally get out of bed by seven.
1: Yeah, because you're an actual adult.
0: (laughs) Uh, With sunlight beaming directly into your room. (laughs) That would help. Uh, I've had a sunlight for the winter now, so it mimics it. So I basically wake up with a sunrise every day. Wow. That's nice. A delight. Mm-hmm.
1: Can you tell there's like a lot of content in these chapters? Yeah, there's for us a to lot discuss? of
0: content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really <Okay>. not. <laughs> Next thing is Max censoring herself from saying son of a gun. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. god. No. <laughs> son of a gun, I swear now. <laughs> I hope not. It's just like uh... son of a gun. <laughs> oh, I can't see that. Nudge is well, yep. here.
1: There's a child present.
0: There's a child. <laughs> Fourteen year olds are reading this. <laughs>
1: mm, yeah. They can't see the G word.
0: They can't see I mean. <laughs> but, eh. yeah,
1: they should probably see the G word less if we're being honest.
0: Yeah, if we're being completely honest. And before we make ourselves sad
1: <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about uh I have only one other thing to say for this chapter, but it's at the very end. Was there anything in between you guys had?
0: I wanted to talk about Fang <laughs> carrying a bunch of cans. Cans yeah. of tuna, yeah. It's a tuna or ravioli or whatever the heck he's uh-huh. got. I want to talk about bird carrying capacity. Okay. Yeah, I, I had a feeling you might have this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay, well. Yeah. I mean, what it comes down to is that like most, it's it, it's dependent for birds. It's dependent on a lot of factors, but most right. birds that like pick up their prey from like a dead stop off the ground usually only pick up like half their body weight and that's the strongest of the eagles which is i think a harpy eagle or a philippine mm-hmm. eagle they can lift from the ground like half their weight dang so nice yeah being like a giant bird person <laughs> yeah i'm assuming fag could carry more uh-huh. but i d- <laughs> A lot of it has to do with like your trim in the air and how, (laughs) where the wind is coming from and if the object Mm -hmm. you're carrying is like unwieldy or whatever. And I just really liked that in the thing I read, it was like, well, you know, it sort of depends a little bit on all of these factors and how much the bird wants the thing it's carrying.
1: (laughs) Well, we know Fang feels extremely strongly about ravioli.
0: Yeah, because the sentence was, such as, a highly desirable object, like a large (sighs) stick or a dead fawn. (laughs) Extremely desirable. Extremely desirable. (laughs) Big stick, gotta have it. Gotta have it. (laughs) Gotta have big stick.
1: (laughs) Must have big stick. Yeah. Related to that, you said it sort of depends on how un-or-wieldy it is. Uh-huh. That's a no- completely normal way to say that. I don't know why you're giggling.
0: Yeah. It says that
1: Fang puts the stuff in a backpack, which normally makes things more wieldy. But where, do- where does the backpack
0: go? Yeah. On his front. I was also wondering this. It must be on, on his the chest. Front? Yeah. Yeah. Because it simulates the crop, which is where birds mm. store a lot of their food. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> to keep their balance. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I'm- Perfectly willing to go along with that explanation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hadn't originally thought that, but one of the things I kept reading was that birds can carry much more when it's in their crop, because the crop huh. is positioned above their center of gravity, huh. so it balances them out better.
1: Well, things backpack wouldn't be above his center of gravity.
0: Well, where are his wings?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess if you assume that he flies vertically, then it's yeah. about his center <laughs> but, of
0: Yeah, if he flies vertically... <laughs>
1: Okay, now I'm just imagining like stereotypical two thousands emo boy fang walking around with a backpack on his front. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It checks. Yeah. It's
1: a little incongruous. It's very funny. Yeah. Flipping his Bieber hair out of his eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely has that <laughs> hairstyle, right?
1: I literally can't imagine him with any other hairstyle. Oh,
0: same. No. No, he's probably got eyeliner on too.
1: Yeah, or he just has like really thick, dark eyelashes, so it looks like he has eyeliner.
0: Yeah, that it looks great. His boys always have the best eyelashes, it's so unfair. It's so it real. really is. What I thought might be related to this uh-huh. is, I don't know if this was your point that you wanted to talk about, <laughs> but at the end of this chapter... It says that they run down the road to take off. That is what I wanted
1: to talk about. I was mostly going to ask you what you knew about it, because I tried to Google things like, how do raptors take off? And I got a bunch of stuff about military jets and video games.
0: Or dinosaurs.
1: Yeah, well, I tried raptors and falcons mm-hmm. and a bunch of other birds, and they were like, mm, do you mean falcor punch in slow motion? And I was like, I don't actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're going to be surprised to hear this, but no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do raptors fly bird
0: was uh, <laughs> the yeah, that's eventual a good search term. Well, most raptors don't run because they yeah, don't they have... Like, yeah, like they like hop? Yeah, so like a raptor will just sort of jump, right, to get mm-hmm. up in the air. but. Uh, birds that do run to take off do it to help with how much weight oh. they have compared to their wing strength, right? So, like swans and albatrosses, two
1: mm-hmm. examples
0: of birds that like run to take off to some extent. Swans run on the water. <laughs> kind yeah, of. I
1: saw mostly like waterfowl. Yeah, I was trying to Google this,
0: and so usually that's because they don't have enough like power in the wings to just take off from a standstill. Like they have to kind of get that speed and then turn it into flapping and gliding to take off. They have to generate lift by forward motion, which then translates through the wing into upward motion lift. That makes sense. Yeah. And so I was thinking that we've seen the bird kids just take off from the ground jumping, Mm -hmm. but maybe because they're carrying a bunch of stuff or maybe... Mm -hmm. Like puffins, they've eaten too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, they had a big meal.
0: Oh, it's like me. Yeah, like Sam. It's like me. Just like you, their stomachs are full of capelin, Ew. and so they have to run to take off. <laughs> just like Sam. <laughs> just like Sam. Oh, guys, I don't eat capelin. But <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> My head is full of capelin. It's a crime not to eat capelin in Newfoundland. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. Yeah, I can't either. I can't do it. That's fish food. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that I had to cut up to feed to an animal, not happening. Is not nope. for human eating. Nope. Mm-mm. nope. 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 Somebody puts Especially bonito flakes one. on my. Oh, I would vomit. I am gonna be sick. I would vomit. <laughs> I don't care yeah. how good bonito is. No, I don't care either. I would be sick. I'm gonna throw up. That made me just like that made my stomach turn a little bit just talking about it. Actually, I had never had bonito flakes before. I didn't know they were a thing. And I got takoyaki. Oh, and I yeah. was sharing it with I was sharing it with a friend and they it went to them first and they were like, "Oh, what are these? Like I've never seen this before." They were like pointing at the bonito flakes and I was like, "I don't know." And I like leaned in to look and I got a smell oh, yeah. and I was like, "That is bonito." <laughs> oh, oh my god. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, waterfowl and other large birds.
0: Yeah, take off by running, to give themselves enough lift to take off. So maybe that's what the bird kids are doing. Yeah. I'd buy it. I'd buy it.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. To take
0: off with all those cans of tuna. (laughs) Uh
1: Uh-huh. Tuna, crackers, and ravioli, which are all pretty, uh, not as much the tuna, but the trail mix is very like, energy-dense food. Yeah. For an energetically expensive activity.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, we can move on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, a lot of the things I was reading was like, hey, Did you know flying's really energetically expensive?
1: (laughs) Me too. I felt very vindicated. Thanks. Cool. (laughs) Like, cool. You know who's going to say that phrase over and over again?
0: Hannah. Hannah. It's me.
1: I'm the problem this time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's you. It's me. How many times are we going to quote Taylor Swift in this episode? At least once more. (laughs) probably twice probably i can't separate. help it it's iconic it's so good it's iconic should we yeah. talk about the next chapter yeah probably. let's talk about the
1: next chapter where max was like wow is it was super dumb of us to nap for 10 hours in the middle of a rescue mission and fang is like
0: eh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, like i mean he's got a good point
1: <laughs> he does have a good point
0: he is a very valid point. Listen to Fang, not Max.
1: Yeah. Like ten hours is maybe excessive, but
0: if you pass out and you stay asleep solid for ten Great hours. Point. You needed it. You needed it, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: I have to say I was expecting I think I said this in the last episode. I was expecting the fact that they passed out in somebody's house to be a problem, but it wasn't.
0: Nah. No, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be. That would have been yeah. like too much side plot. I don't think there's a lot of That's side true. plot in this book. It's a lot of, like, get Angel. There's like barely things. plot. <laughs> this is, see, a valid point. <laughs> it's gotta be exactly things that are very important for what's happening next. Like
1: Nothing happened in this chapter.
0: <laughs> nothing that builds the characters as people? No. Yeah. Only stuff.
1: <laughs> Only stuff for the plot.
0: Yep. What was weird to me about this chapter is that Everybody asks Max questions and then she just monologues in her head about how she's yeah. not answering them. Like she doesn't say anything.
1: It's not a good leadership quality.
0: Okay. Nope. What this is heck? how not to be a leader, friends. Oh, seriously. This Even is... in
1: a maxocracy. This <laughs> isn't how you do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is what I like to call um a toxic mentality to leadership and what people, especially our generation, were brought up to believe leadership was. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not it it ain't it the strong silent type like to be fair she's 14, she is 14. I, yeah <laughs> but also answer your friends questions yeah what the heck friends but it just reiterates kind of i think how a lot of us were raised because i was very much like that too right you kind of just like make your own plan you sacrifice yourself you don't tell people and like you just make things harder for yourself And so when you see that in a protagonist, though, it almost makes it okay in your brain. Like, when you read that, you're like, oh, okay, so what I'm doing is right. This is how we should be. So I don't necessarily agree Mm -hmm. with it anymore. But, I don't know, in the context, it makes sense of what female protagonists we had back when this book came out, so.
1: I was gonna say, I was like, I feel like that was female socialization.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: Specifically, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and
0: it's like, I'm not saying... What I'm saying is I don't agree with it and that we were all conditioned that way and I don't like right, it. Right. Okay. That's what I'm trying yeah. to get at. Well, this is like <laughs> this is like the independent hero mentality yeah. where it's yeah. like oh, not to be obnoxious. Humans are social animals. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the teamwork is where we do best. Uh-huh. Yes. Social structures is how we evolved. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. And I just think you should talk to your friends when you're flying them into a death trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the fact that Max's only plan is Plan C, where yeah, there was <laughs> no like, Air B. That's were not we're a the first plan. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey
1: what like
0: <laughs> that's the only plan
1: <laughs> there's no other like how can it be plan c if you haven't gone through a and b yet
0: yeah what the hell uh none of it makes sense like there is no plan they're just getting there and it's like well yeah maybe, maybe they should, should have a plan, plan.
1: <laughs> you have at least four hours before you get there of like power flying and as fang points out they have to stop and refuel again before they get there seems like a lot of time to come up with a plan
0: yeah, like maybe for the whole team to talk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, it's not like they're listening to a podcast or something. Are they just flying in silence for four hours? I'm sure Fang could do that. But right? surely Max will want to, like, chat. Nudge will chat whether anybody's engaging with her or not.
0: Yeah. Like, surely they talk sometimes. Surely. <laughs> I mean, as we've just established, flying Energetic is experience. <laughs> yeah <laughs> birds have to like gulp air to get oh all of their oxygen mm. so they're just flying
1: around like panting
0: <laughs> well you know how when you're like running and yeah then i can't yeah. talk and you're like absolutely not
1: <laughs> no yeah all of the like running books and stuff are like hmm jog at a conversational pace and i'm like my dude my conversational pace is like walking a stroll <laughs> yeah. yeah not even a fast walk <laughs> no <laughs> i understand this is a problem but <laughs> i was like listen i don't know what you want me to do about it i've tried several things
0: <laughs> it's
1: not getting better
0: speaking of what fang said about reeling yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel like i can't take this seriously like on the more depressing side it makes it sound like they consider themselves machines. Like not, yeah. you know, like, oh, we have to refuel our functional bodies. You know, like, sure. They maybe they mean it because they don't consider, like, they're just considering survival. They're never considering anything else. But on the other hand, all it makes me think of is, like, Mountain Dew gamer fuel. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was thinking, like, Gatorade to fuel up for the big game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, surely all of that marketing was only starting at this point, but man, now I cannot separate the two. (laughs) Is Fang a gamer guy? Iggy would be a gamer, for sure. Well, the computer's broken, but we'll get
1: back to that. (laughs) Yeah, I said would be, not is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) okay maybe they games
0: too hard and that's what
1: in the modern AU
0: yeah, okay. Iggy is
1: a gamer is a gamer yeah Nudge is probably also a gamer yeah but like an ooh gamer
0: yeah with like the cat ear <laughs> headphones she streams
1: yeah yeah that's the word I was trying to find thank you
0: yeah a D girl no that's an girl <laughs> anyway <laughs> This is us talking as though this book happened in 2014, which it didn't. Which it didn't. Correction
1: from last week, or last last episode. (laughs) This book didn't happen in 2014. Just none of us noticed that we were talking about
0: 2014. Hannah said 2014, and then I just went with it, and then (laughs) did math based on 2004 (laughs) anyway. Yeah. That's fine. The only other thing I wanted to say about this chapter is Max can see the magnetic field of the Earth. Excuse me? Wait. Because what? at the beginning of this chapter, she says, I banked and set us going about 10, 12 degrees southwest. Oh. So oh? she doesn't have a compass.
1: <laughs> I thought she just had a compass.
0: I don't think she does. Mm. Can you not guess that by the position of the sun? No? I don't know. I mean, maybe.
1: Sophie's the only one who's read the wayfinding book.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not a survivalist. <laughs> yeah, I've only read the wayfinding book about that talks about it at, it at nighttime <laughs> oh so using the stars mm. and stuff but if they know that they're going a certain direction couldn't she guesstimate how do they know or they're... do we really think she can see the magnetic field of the earth I i'm <laughs> i'm not i'm not discrediting the idea i just that was like, like i did not think that was possible but you know what sophie you go i i'm done yeah <laughs> let me myself yeah Because birds can see the magnetic field of the Earth. What? (laughs) Yeah. That sounds fake. I don't believe that. So birds, like, when they migrate, they don't feel... Birds aren't real,
1: Sophie.
0: Birds aren't real. (laughs) They don't feel the magnetic, right? Like, when they migrate, it's not that they're following, like, a feeling. Mm -hmm. Okay. They can see, so... How do you see it? You can see the Earth's magnetic field... (laughs) can be seen at like a very specific blue wavelength of light Mm -hmm. and they have special receptors in their eyes that mean they can see it. And so it looks like an overlay. Like if you're looking at the horizon with the sky, it looks almost like a (laughs) oval, like a half oval over the horizon of like a band of color. And so when you turn in a certain direction, the oval like distorts. How do they know that? Yeah. Well, like, that part is instinct. Like, they know which part of it to follow. Like, they know, oh, I have to follow when I turn, when oh, I yes. look, this distortion is where I have to follow.
1: Yes. Sorry, I meant how do the scientists know that?
0: Oh, they <laughs> they found the proteins in bird eyes that right. match this wavelength of light, and then they, like, made a filter, <laughs> essentially, to see what it looks like. What? Yeah. <laughs> so
1: do people know about that this is i flabbergasted i mean this is pretty recent
0: and by that flabbergasted (laughs) that's not right uh you know it's almost right (laughs) (laughs) sorry go on honestly i thought i just thought sophie was crazy but okay (laughs) no it could have been magic but it could have been magic real. <laughs> <But> it's science <laughs> uh yeah i think this was 2018 oh that's okay. super cool this paper that i read wow. i had no idea yeah pretty fun I need right to
1: go tell all of my coworkers. they're gonna like, flip <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah about bye. this bye
0: <laughs> anyway yeah uh i also didn't know that until i read this paper i'm talking a big game like i knew this prior to like an hour ago wow yeah you are
1: talking big game <laughs> <laughs> i
0: thought birds felt the magnetic field
1: <laughs> that's what i
0: thought because well, that makes more sense
1: i think that's what it is with salmon and a lot of fish they have ooh, i forget the details but like magnetic particles in their heads where they oh. that lets them like feel the magnetic field of the earth and that's how they navigate for their migrations so i think i just assumed that birds had something similar
0: it might be a combination you know but uh, knows, uh, they me. definitely found these proteins in bird eyes that would let them see.
1: Did they say what kind of birds they were looking at, just out of curiosity?
0: Well, to be fair, as I tabbed over to the article, it said, while scientists have known for quite some time that birds can oh. see the Earth's magnetic field. <laughs> Did they know that? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Okay. The papers here were European robins and zebra finches. Oh, but are those migratory? Yeah huh yeah. i mean even if they only migrate like a little bit that's true still kind of and i guess they still have to
1: be able to navigate
0: yeah <laughs> figure out where they're going yeah man how convenient would Interesting. that be i built in compass i heavily relied on when i lived in montreal the fact that there was a mountain to the north yeah like i'd be just wandering around being like ah north is that way and then one time I went to uh, Outremont, which is around the other side of the mountain, and I got so lost. That's
1: so confusing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait,
0: the mountain is south now. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> so I could have used these cryptochromes. Cryptochromes. Yeah. Crypto-chromes, wow. Yeah. This is what people mean when they say crypto. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. These bird kids are actually shaped like hexagons.
0: The shorthand for the protein is called the cry-4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cry. <laughs> Cry. <laughs> anyway. That's what I think Max could do. That's wild.
1: Yeah, I am going to be distracted about this.
0: Yes, I am. Yeah. I really thought you were just going to I don't know what, but I didn't see that coming. I thought I was just making it up.
1: Yeah, A I thought bit. you were just
0: making it up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: doubted your research skills.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. No, it was it was more when you first brought up when you started actually bringing evidence. Of course, I was like, "Yeah, yeah. okay." But when you were first like, "She can see the magnetic field," I was like, "Sophie, how much like what?" No, Sophie, ridiculous. I was like, "What are what are, what are we on?" <laughs> Sophie, how much seasickness medication have you taken? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm in my house and it's moving. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's just me. That's just a, that's a me problem. I'm the problem, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Okay. It's me. Um, <laughs> see, my rationale is that Max wouldn't mention that she could see this band of light because she's always been able to see this band mm-hmm. of light, so it wouldn't be worthwhile mentioning it. You know? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I need to. I need to ask again though, because this is a common theme that's come up with us doing this. Is do we think that the authors actually thought this through? and yes. we're like you think uh, no uh, like is this just like another happy coincidence that you were like oh this is actually something birds can actually do and the authors were just like oh no of course they can do that it's just a superpower thing but you're like haha no sir science bird no, it's real i would believe like most people know that birds do something with earth's magnetic field to migrate right like, that's true that's a fair point yeah they have to do something that's fair it might not have been the magnetic field, but I think they might have thought, okay, well, birds can navigate, so the so bird kids the can. Bird kids can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. When you explain it like that, I would believe that the author maybe did this intentionally then. Okay. I think
1: of the three authors we've read so far, Yeah. if I was going to believe any of them actually like looked something up for science, it would yeah. be this one.
0: I hate that, but Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I want it to be Christopher Paolini, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he probably does now.
0: He probably did some, but he was like, dragons don't exist, so yeah. I can say whatever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some yeah. stuff is fleshed out in the later books there, but anyway. Yeah,
1: I read Elders. Did you know, know that they just straight out say that, like, the fire is magic and that's it? Damn it. How boring is that?
0: <laughs> Boo. <laughs>
1: Boo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our leading hypothesis for that book, though, that most things were going to be explained by magic and not science. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so far in my uh, very slow continuation of reading the series, that's bearing out.
0: Yeah.
1: Sure. Alas, <laughs> alas. Anyway,
0: let's talk about the next chapter.
1: The next chapter. They fly up so high where not other or not many other birds fly, except some falcons, hawks, and other raptors.
0: Yeah. Wait, is that where the the dang ugly birds line comes yeah. in? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. The
0: other birds judging them.
1: Uh huh. Imagine being judged by a raptor. I feel like they have such judgy, like side eyes. You know, yeah.
0: They have like not a single thought in their head. So to be judged by them would be <laughs> something. That's for sure. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I uh I don't. You know what? I didn't look this up, but I don't think falcons, hawks, and raptors are necessarily the highest flying birds.
1: (laughs) So I did look it up. Okay, good. Some of them are quite high flying, but like the category of some falcons, hawks and other raptors kind of covers like a maximum potential height of 3,500 to 15,000 feet. So like that doesn't give us much. Yeah. But hawks and eagles can get up to 15,000. Vultures can be some of the highest flying species, which are raptors. Actually, Sophie, one of your favorite birds is the sixth highest flying bird species. Oh my god. It's the bearded vulture.
0: Wow! Ooh. Which,
1: that's the one that has the name that I can never remember.
0: Oh, the Lammergeier! Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) And they fly up really high to smash bones on the ground. (laughs)
1: To smash bones on the ground. Isn't that wild?
0: That's so fun. Yeah, they're pretty metal. They can fly Mm
1: -hmm. up to 24,000 feet, which is nuts. Most of the like highest flying species are either raptors or again waterfowl. Mm -hmm. And we're we're kind of assuming that they're mixed with raptor based on everything that they've told us, but like what if they were ducks?
0: (laughs) What if they were ducks though?
1: Mallard ducks are one of like the highest flying bird species. What if they were just ducks?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would love that. (laughs) That would be so funny. That would be so good. I would enjoy that. I like that to be, like to be fair, when I was looking up the quote unquote strongest birds, they were mm. all eagles, so yeah. you know maybe they're eagles, I guess they're probably eagles, but <laughs> what if they were but ducks? what if <laughs> what if they were ducks though <laughs> <They're> ducks though ah, this is a weird little widgeon head, anyway, so they maxed out at like fifteen thousand, yeah,
1: I didn't. Look super hard into the numbers because I don't like thinking about numbers. But like hawks and eagles, in as a group, can generally fly up to about 15,000 feet. Okay, which is about half the height of a commercial aircraft, like a in case you were wondering, Boeing. like a Boeing 747. Like, yeah, a Boeing 747.
0: Okay, <laughs> because I, I looked up how because I had forgotten from the Aragon episode where I talked about this, I had uh-huh. to look up again the maximum height or altitude that humans can survive at. Oh yeah. or breathe at without help and it's 20,000 feet. Okay. Is that is that right? <laughs> I don't I remember. Wrote. Uh no, that's yes. And it seems like most birds kind of won't go much. Yeah, they kind of top out. Yeah, birds go as well.
1: Yeah. So they're probably not quite that high.
0: Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. But then cuz I wanted to look at like you said they talk about eyes yeah (laughs) and i went on this i didn't figure out how high they are because of eyes or whatever the hell god i tried (laughs) yeah (laughs) i couldn't but i think like the best raptor vision is 1.6 kilometers to still see prey like if they're looking down yeah they can usually see like a rabbit at 1.6 kilometers which is really far (laughs)
1: That is really far.
0: But then I went on this wild tangent to look up how far humans can see if you account for the... Like, if you didn't have the curvature of the Earth in the way. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because whenever you look look up, like, how far can humans see? Yeah. It's like, well, at five kilometers, the horizon gets in the way. And it's like, okay, shut the hell up. <laughs> uh-huh. But apparently with air pollution or, like, just stuff in the air... The same article said five kilometers where the horizon is and then 12 miles because of pollution. And I'm like, those are two different. Those are really different. (laughs) Those are two different units. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I have to look up miles to kilometers because I don't know how much that is. Yeah. It's 19 kilometers. And then apparently, I guess in like a, I don't know, in unobstructed air, (laughs) humans could see a candle flame. 30 kilometers away whoa i don't know what uninstructed means (laughs) you're dead in space
1: i actually have personal anecdotal evidence to kind of support this i used to do whale survey flights from like a small airplane where it would be flying at about a thousand feet so you get like a better distance Mm -hmm. and as like a trained observer from that distance you can Uh, like, in good conditions, you can see a whale 20 kilometers away. Okay. So.
0: Yeah. I I mean,
1: a whale is much bigger than a candle flame.
0: So that's accurate, because 12 miles is 19.3 kilometers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that was It was interesting that you pulled that out. Like, it it got really hard to see things past about 10,
0: but if you had, like,
1: the right conditions, you can see a blow, like, you can see a splash. Again, from that, like, elevation, but in that distance.
0: So is that, how much is that in... 20
1: kilometers and feet is about
0: 65,000. 65, 65,000! Holy shit! Wow. That's,
1: that seems like a lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is a lot, but that, I guess, tracks. Anyway, Um, so that means Max might not have raptor vision, but she said she had raptor vision. Yeah. So. I mean, I believe it. Yeah, the way she can focus in on stuff. Because I assumed that they're not flying, like, one kilometer above the like I'm assuming they're yeah higher <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you no know?
1: from the like 3,500 to like 15,000 foot yeah. thing. I found I was kind of guessing around 10,000 feet probably a little less
0: yeah so that's like three or four kilometers ish yeah that sounds right so yeah like well I, I just can't imagine that they're close enough that anyone can see what they are <laughs> no right. they're flying during the daytime
1: yeah so well and max like really has to focus when she sees like the kids on the ground she can't just like glance down and see the details she has to like focus in on it
0: yeah and so she doesn't mention anything that's really tiny like she doesn't mention like a rabbit or you know something like that she talks about humans and having to focus so i think this tracks Mm -hmm. she probably has somewhere between human and raptor vision
1: (laughs) which would make sense
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. We did it.
1: Imagine. <laughs>
0: Imagine. It's almost like she has 2% raptor vision. Wow, yeah. Oh. Huh.
1: If This is like when we spent an entire book trying to figure out how big Zephira was, and it turns yeah. out that it was just a linear growth curve from the first <laughs> chapter.
0: Literally what you guessed in the first <laughs> chapter. Oh my yeah. god. That was so
1: funny. I'm definitely not still salty about that. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, anyway. It is cool that she can see that far and that they yeah. can fly so high.
0: Yeah, it's it's good that she doesn't have true raptor vision because then her eyeballs would be forty percent of her head.
1: I was gonna say on like the sides of her head, <laughs> yeah, be really far apart. I mean, she is still a predator.
0: Yeah, but. I was gonna say I think raptors have four binocular vision too.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's more on the side. You know what?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> shut up. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's all I had to say for this chapter.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sam, you mentioned the ugly birds line. Yes. What was the the actual line? Because Max just is talking about how other birds will come up and look at them. Yes. Which is cute.
0: So the line is: Every once in a while, some of them would come check us out, probably thinking, "Man, those are some dang ugly birds." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wonder what the birds look like. The what? I don't know. I. I just, like, I love the situation of animals going up to, like, a person in a place where they're not supposed to be and being like, huh? Huh? (laughs) Yeah. I have this, like, a really cute video from when I used to drive, like, a little ROV, like an underwater drone, off of docks. And there was one place where there were tons of cunner, which are just this, like, (laughs) kind of goofy looking fish. And when I wasn't moving the ROV, there's, like, a three minute video of all of these Cunner just, like, drifting in in front of the camera from one side or the other, like, <laughs> looking right into it and, like, turning to one side and getting their eye, like, right up on it.
0: <laughs> you like, what the hell is this?
1: What is this? <laughs> what are you doing here? What's going on? <laughs> so that's what I'm imagining.
0: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Cunners are hilarious.
1: They're so funny. They have such, like, head-empty expressions.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not behind those eyes.
1: Uh-uh, not a one.
0: That's sort of what I assume every fish is thinking whenever I yeah. see the dive. Whenever I see one, just stop and look at me. I'm like, yeah. It's like, what the hell? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, literally, I just imagine them going, huh?
0: Yeah. yeah. Because I don't think, huh? I don't know, I don't think a fish has ever looked at a human being in the water and, like, actually been scared. Yeah. I think they've been startled, mm-hmm. but I think generally they're like, man, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> with nut thing
1: yeah i think they get startled when you move quickly which is understandable yeah but if you're just sitting there they're like what the heck
0: (laughs) yeah what's
1: going on over here
0: yeah but i just remember trying to catch tangs.
1: oh my god in an
0: aquarium tank and like those guys were just fucking laughing the whole time like as a human trying to catch a fish (laughs) oh yeah yeah. who is healthy no (laughs) no with your hands? Not gonna happen. With the underwater, too, Underwater, slow. <laughs> oh, I've never felt more useless. Like, oh, man. Yeah, no, it was a joke. I can't believe we even attempted that. Right? It <laughs> was like, no, this isn't gonna happen. Ridiculous. Uh, I guess they did catch, like, six of them. But...
1: <laughs> we picked off the old and the weak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they had figured out a method by then. It took, like, hours of failure before yeah. it got to that point. Oh yeah. my god. If you ever want to feel dumb and useless, yeah. <laughs> get outsmarted by a fish while you're underwater. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Seriously.
1: Nothing will humble you faster yeah. than working with like aquatic animals. Because yeah. most of them have the brain power of like a snail. And they will out fox you at every yeah. opportunity.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's almost like they've evolved. Specifically to avoid creatures of our size. Imagine. <laughs> Who, Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Who'd've anyway. Thunk it. We can't use
1: our human evolved bodies of just being able to jog kind of slowly for like yeah. hours on end. No. doesn't really work.
0: My opposable thumbs are useless down here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn it. Damn it. Anyway.
0: Shall we talk about the last chapter? It's so long. No. Before
1: we move on, I want to like briefly mention... The like 2004, but also kind of 2014 energy of saying, Don't even get me started about the whole Y chromosome thing. Oh, I yeah. live with three oh, guys. Remember, <laughs> they're still obnoxious as so all get out, and it's like, oh my god,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: like yeah. Fourteen-year-old me would have absolutely eaten that shit up.
0: Yeah, I would have been like, hell yeah, boys. Hell yeah. Am I right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Men are dumb. <laughs> I say as if I didn't make a joke to that effect yesterday. Uh-oh.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: 2014 wasn't that long ago. <laughs> wasn't that long ago. Only nine years. Maybe like Max, I am also a stupid dumb butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best insult in all of these chapters.
0: <laughs> Some real wild turns of phrase of these books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. <laughs>
1: uh, it's also... Uh. I feel like I need to read it all in like a Nickelodeon show narrator voice
0: you know yeah 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 yeah. stupid dumb butt yeah (laughs) i think the important thing to remember here is that a y chromosome isn't necessary to be obnoxious (laughs) i thought you were
1: gonna say it's not necessary to be a man but i think i'm proof
0: (laughs) of what you said (laughs) The Y chromosome is not required to be a man or be obnoxious. Or be obnoxious. Get You that can be either. Cross stitched on your wall.
1: You're the cross stitcher. Okay,
0: I'll cross stitch it on You'll my wall. You'll cross stitch it.
1: No Y chromosomes required here.
0: <laughs> With flowers and swirly text, on
1: it. it'll be great. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Okay, now we can move on.
0: <laughs> great. Okay, chapter twenty. It's so long. It's like not even a page. <laughs> yeah, it's like so I mean, tiny. it's one full page if you read it on an iPhone. On an iPhone? Yeah, I read it on my iPhone. It's a page and a quarter. Oh my god. Uh, this trapper <laughs> is once again bouncing all over the place. I have no idea who the POV is.
1: Okay, I'm pretty sure it's the gas man.
0: Yeah. Okay, but also every single sentence gas man has a different nickname. <laughs> I laughed at that. I was like, what are all these nicknames coming out? All right. And it's not like <laughs> somebody calling him that. It's in his head if this oh, is I a POV. Oh my
1: god. I didn't even notice.
0: Yeah. Because he, like, he's the gas man. Yeah. Again. Is the the capitalized. The I don't know. Because at the beginning it's not. Yeah. The gas man. And then at the end in one dialogue it's gassy with two z's muttered. And then it's gasser said uneasily. Yeah. Two okay. lines later. Yeah.
1: Gasser. Yeah, I don't remember, like, I remember Gazzy, I don't remember Gasser at all.
0: Yeah, like what? The, what's going on?
1: I wonder if it was originally Gasser, and then they oh. changed it to Gazzy and just missed this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe.
1: I feel like Gazzy is a cute name, why couldn't they just call him that? He's right? The gas man. <sighs> it's so rude.
0: So rude. He did pick it.
1: He did pick it. Well, someone picked it for him, I think. Because he was a flatulent child. <laughs> I guess so. You know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, he's what, like six years younger than yeah the teenagers? If you were like six or seven, and you had an extremely farty baby, and someone called it the gas man, you would never let that go. Oh, yeah. Never. That never. would be the funniest
0: thing you'd ever heard. So that's probably yeah. what happened. <laughs> wow. Turned the bullying around on himself. That's what he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he loves the name
1: oh my god i mean he's such a like sweet kid he probably doesn't even mind
0: yeah i guess probably not.
1: also he hasn't farted since like the chapter <laughs> where they where max made fun of him for farting a lot
0: yeah it's not really. like he's
1: even particularly gassy maybe he had like childhood lactose intolerance and he's growing out of it
0: yeah he doesn't um have it is all from his pov so he probably doesn't That's even true. notice it
1: <laughs> okay have you ever met a preteen boy, if he was farting, he would make everybody notice it.
0: I mean not recently.
1: That's true. (laughs) That would be weird. (laughs) That would be weird. None of us have children, which makes it weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh did you guys also notice that the gas man is better at chemistry than we are? Yes. (laughs) I read that and laughed (laughs) better at chemistry than me and Hannah. Uh, Yeah, because I was like, I got it right, I'm pretty sure. I didn't remember the details, but I was like I got some of it right. It's very funny, though, because he says, do we have any chlorine? It seems to be kind of exploded when mixed with other stuff. Does chlorine actually make TNT? Does it? (laughs) That was a joke. I'm looking up the what, how do you make, how to make TNT. No, wait. (laughs) I'm pretty sure chlorine is highly reactive.
1: Oh, chlorine is super highly reactive.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can do some, like, pretty gnarly stuff with it yeah it looks like it's sulfuric and nitric acid and toluene yeah anyway chlorine
1: bombs are a thing that i'm just looking up bombs on my internet now that's fine
0: now you did it yeah you guys should stop (laughs)
1: i'll do it when i'm at work instead
0: i'm looking it up on the same internet that sam is liable for so i'll stop
1: (laughs) that's fine Anyway, chlorine bombs are a thing that exist and have a Wikipedia page, but I did close it quickly because I got nervous.
0: Yeah. So at least we uh, were right to make a joke that it's not in TNT.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I knew that. Yep. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: I like that Iggy's like, we don't have any chlorine. We don't have a swimming pool. It's like, wow, Iggy. So you don't clean your house? <laughs> you don't clean your house? No.
1: No, well, he's a he has a Y chromosome. He doesn't clean the house.
0: Yeah. You don't know that. They probably don't realize that chlorine is in so many cleaning products. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> yes. We can talk about engineering and wires like we're equally good at. <laughs> uh-huh. I know how to solder. <laughs> I worked at an engineering firm. That's a great That's point. True. Yeah. I'm assuming someone... Could have a lot to say about this the way we have a lot to say about the biology. Probably. Yeah. About how he's turning a stereo into a bomb. Into a bomb, yeah. Yeah. Electronics was never my forte. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I had to take two semesters of electronics and I w- was not very good at it. Why do you think it matters what color the wires are, though? Like, as long as you can follow which one goes where. Because l- color can sometimes denote different materials of, like, different gauges, but I don't think it's standard.
0: Right, but it could be that, I mean, the implication of this chapter is that Iggy is very good at figuring stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, he's super smart. Scary smart. It might not. Oh, you're right, because why would Iggy know what color it is? (laughs) Oh, no.
1: Well, I think it's like, I'm guessing that Iggy wants Gasman to help him keep track. And he's like, this wire here, whichever one it is, keep track of this for me.
0: But then he says, don't confuse it with the red one.
1: Yeah. How does he know which one
0: was the red one? How does he know there's a red one?
1: I guess maybe that happened before we joined this chapter.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> he also fixed the computer. Yeah, and he had like
1: frozen the compressor fan inside the CPU, which is surely a collection
0: of words that means something. Yeah, you got to get the cat hair out of there, it's really, <laughs> or the bird feathers,
1: the dander from their feathers. <laughs>
0: yeah, all those feathers you molted during your biannual molt. Yeah. <laughs> oh No, do they lose all their hair? At the same time oh, that they molt all their feathers. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. I'd assume not. Max's hair would not be that long.
1: Yeah, if she had to regrow it twice a year.
0: How do they steer without a tail?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they have feet. <laughs>
0: I'm getting too deep in. This chapter oh, is no. like four paragraphs. We don't
1: have time to talk about that.
0: Yeah. Next time.
1: I do like that the computer was broken in such a way that it would, quote, shut down in hysteria every 10 minutes, which is sort of, like, Same. how I feel when I'm, t- <laughs> when I'm trying to, like, do stats or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hysterics every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes on the dot. Yeah. I have them scheduled. Yeah. I feel like I just find it so funny in books when they capitalize internet. I know. I don't know why. It just feels <laughs> like I know it's correct. But it's like, man, <laughs> yeah, feels like it's written by someone, yeah, for whom the internet showed up halfway through their lives, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, like the way that sentence reads to me is like that gas man consulted the schematics. He had downloaded off of the internet. Yep. Like, that's the inflection that I get in my head, is the internet.
0: Off of the World Wide Web.
1: (laughs) The World Wide Web. He went web surfing. (laughs) 2004. And just found bomb schematics somewhere.
0: Yeah. In 2004, on the internet.
1: You can just do that. Yeah, I guess. Nobody was tracking them then.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's all I had to say.
1: There is really not much.
0: Yeah. I think we've Gasman uh,
1: is like a sweetheart, but I guess yeah. I must also have a printer because he does flip through pages.
0: Yeah. Iggy is has a superpower where he's good at technology, I think. Yeah, I bet is he does. What we're going to get to at some point. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's also like uh he
1: cooks the most in their house. Like I feel like he is very good at detail activities, which is yeah. obviously <laughs> <laughs> the clatter- what that category of things is called you know detail activities detail activity know, like, i wasn't gonna talk
0: about this but i looked up like human brain processing power oh because i'm like the things iggy has done are just he's faster at figuring out how to do stuff yeah you know and so maybe when we learn more about it that's what it'll be because it seems like for like a brain right you can kind of think of it the same way as like a computer yeah and it's just how quickly can this quote-unquote computer make decisions right binary decisions how quickly can you just decision 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 not very and humans are kind of like the maximum there is kind of a plateau and i just think iggy is probably past that you know (laughs) Hmm. i would buy that it's
1: not just that he's like really smart i guess he that's kind of the conclusion of that as you can tell I'm not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because I think it's weird when you think about. Okay, well, intelligence is usually measured as like how well do you remember things Mm -hmm. or like do math. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, well, that's not necessarily what Iggy's doing. No. Yeah, like
1: he's a really good problem solver. It seems. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A critical thinker. That's the word. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, maybe we'll talk about it later on when he does more stuff. Yeah. Uh yeah, so let's guess what's happening in the next four chapters. Oh, oh yeah. Man.
1: Nothing happened in these ones. No. So. Yep.
0: I okay, so I just I remember uh-huh. exactly what happens next. <laughs> oh, with Max. <laughs> I have no memory of this. I don't think we like we didn't explicitly say this except when you were reviewing the chapters. Oh, yes. Max goes after the girl who is about to be bullied at the end of chapter 19. And then it cuts to Gasman and Iggy. And so I think I remember exactly what happens at that point. But let's see what you guys think. I'm not going to guess until you guys guess. (laughs) Cool. Chapter 21 starts with, I landed a bit hard and had to run really fast to keep from doing a total faceplant.
1: A total faceplant.
0: A total (laughs)
1: faceplant.
0: Obviously (laughs) Max.
1: Obviously (laughs) Max. Yeah. She's. Yeah, she's gonna try to save a kid from bullying and something
0: will go wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's gonna get beaten up or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. That. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 22. Of course, if I could have taken off, I'd have been a little speck in the sky by then.
1: Oh. Uh, Someone's. This is Max getting jumped.
0: Yeah, I was like, someone's gonna try to jump her, I'm assuming. And she's lamenting how if she had already gotten in the air, she would have been gone. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they've, like, jumped on her or hurt her wing or something. She can't take off.
0: Maybe it was Fang coming down to be like, you dummy, don't do not do these things. <laughs> like, Please don't. That would be so reasonable of him. It'd <laughs> be quite logical, yeah. some would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> Sam? Fang is the logical one. I mean, Sam is also the
0: logical <laughs> one, also, but yeah. not
1: who we're talking about at the moment. <laughs>
0: I do have my tendencies, though. Don't we all? (laughs) Hi, it's me. You're the problem! You're the the problem! (laughs) Okay, chapter 23. Fang? I was right! Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Fang comes down Uh to try to talk some sense into her. That's, that's, and now she's yelling at him. Yeah, that sounds good. Alright, chapter 24. Uh Uh-huh. Fang came out next to a Nudge, then stood perfectly still. Okay. What like what even happens in these chapters? Oh They have wait. to be so short.
1: Is are these last two angel chapters and she's like hallucinating maybe? Oh. Cause Sophie did say Fang in a surprisingly high pitched
0: tone of voice. Well, that was just me saying it weirdly, <laughs> maybe.
1: Okay. I was like, ooh, is this is this implying no. something? Should I read really deep into this? I was like, I should probably redo that. <laughs> <laughs> nope too late now i've called it out
0: <laughs> i feel like it's just the four of them still but i'm i'm not against an angel hallucinating but <laughs> that sounds terrible to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah how long are these chapters uh oh less than one page each of them you except for not? 21 which is slightly more than one page <laughs> this is driving me nuts yeah i don't i think it's I think it's all four of them, and it's just like an interaction of Nudge and Fang trying to talk some sense into Max because she's being ridiculous and wanting to go yeet herself into the school. When they could probably come up with a much more reasonable plan that involves all three of them and everybody getting out alive. Yeah. yeah, I concur. Sure. Yeah. Now I don't want to guess, because I want it to be a surprise for you guys. Yeah, that's fair. Ooh, a surprise. Yeah. They're very short. It's not that much of a surprise. Were we kind of close? Who could say? Oh, well, <laughs> a mystery. you.
1: It is a mystery.
0: No. Um. So anyway, let's talk about what else we're reading. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh. So I think since the last recording, I have read Ledges and Lattes, oh, which was wow. so good. That's cute. One hundred percent my vibe. So cute. I loved it. It's the only book I ever want to read ever again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's a prequel coming out soonish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so chill. High fantasy, low stakes. That's all I want right now. Isn't that such a good tagline? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so good. And then I also read Rosaline Palmer takes the cake. Takes it this time. She doesn't,
1: she, <laughs> she isn't doesn't baking make- it.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, maybe she also does. Only I can say, because I'm the only one who's finished it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah so that's what I've read. What about you guys i finished a lot of the books that i had been reading over the last little while including legends and lattes as well uh the atlas six and leviathan wakes and then i also read a rom-com uh party of two by jasmine bullroy and then, oh this list is just not healthy <laughs> <laughs> i'm currently reading oh my god it's so many okay i'm just gonna speed around this Uh, I started reading Ninth House by Leigh Bardugo. I started reading Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle, which I don't know how I feel about that, but I want to give it a try. I am then reading Rosaline Palmer Takes the Cake, uh, which is also previously talked about by Sophie. Then Funny You Should Ask by Elisa Sussman, which is a rom-com. And then finally, I am (laughs) reading Legendborn by Tracy Dion which is a YA fantasy that has been on my TBR for a very long time. So if you had any question of how I'm doing, I'm great. <laughs> yeah, you're fine, huh? Yeah, yeah. doing great. <laughs> doing great. It's just a Chaotic TBR. But anyways, Hannah.
1: <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this before. I'm reading Rosaline Palmer Takes the Cake <laughs> by Alexis Ball.
0: <laughs> Whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah, wild. eh? I only have about 100 pages left and it's like, An easy little rom-com, so I'm hoping I finish that tonight. And then I'm listening to Circe by Madeline Miller. Ooh,
0: that's, like, much more chill than uh, my chaotic list. I love it.
1: Yeah, it's nice. I mean, in the, like, interval, I read both Harrow the Ninth and Vicious by V. Schwab, which were both not chill at all.
0: Vicious! Vicious!
1: Vicious was so good. Harrow was also good, but, like, Uh what the hell? (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mostly the last like hundred and fifty pages, I was like, "Hell yes!" But the first first two thirds of that book, I was like, uh. "Every time I thought I knew what was going on, she switched it up on me." <laughs> yep, she sure does. She she's like that. But it was good. I will read the next one. And this episode comes out on the last day of February, which means that shortly we will all be reading our March Midnight Book Club book, which is The Midnight Bargain by C.L. Polk. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, but it has a really pretty cover. So yeah, that's exciting.
0: Yeah. I've yeah. been meaning to read it for a while, so I'm glad we're doing it. Yeah. Oh, it's me.
1: No, it's me. Oh, no, it's you. <laughs> it is me. I was just waiting. It's you. It's me. I'm the problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. If you liked this chapter of Like Crisis, consider rating and reviewing us on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. You can talk to us and find fun-related content on social media, including Totoro the Cat. Yeah. She's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> we are at Midlight Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Tumblr, and all chapters of the show thus far are available on our website, midlightpod.podbean.com, and on YouTube.
0: And today, Max, sharing feelings that I think need no explanation. There's nothing more annoying than cold logic and reason when you've got a good fit going.
1: She's right, and she should say it. <laughs> She's the problem.
0: I don't need your logic. I'm the problem.
1: Yeah, I'm the problem. I don't want logic.
0: It's no. <laughs> me. It's me. It's me. Hi. The worst part is that I'm not going to be able to edit Taylor Swift into any part of this episode because we'll get DMCA'd. She's very (laughs) litigious, I've heard. You don't need to edit. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. (laughs) Everybody knows. (laughs) Iconic.
1: So you know who's the problem? It's It's her. It's (laughs) her.